I'm Tanya Malcolm, and this is the Shine On Mama podcast. Ever feel like the encouragement, motivation, belief, and advice you give your kids should be compiled into a little self-help book with your own name on it? Yeah, I know the feeling. You're in the right place if you need a reminder that you've got a whole lot of unconditional love, some damn good advice, and limitless patience. Let's turn some of that mama magic inward, so as our kids grow, so do we. Yo, I'm so excited for today's episode because I think this is a topic that every mom can relate to, how we behave when company's coming. The reason why I think this is such an important conversation to have is because this behavior is fueled by comparison, a sense that we should be doing better, and perfectionist tendencies. But before we get into how I'm currently navigating this and what I'm learning about myself through it, We have to set the vibe for this episode. At the time of this recording, we've just finished Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada, and I'm feeling the autumn vibes. So how about we rock with that fall fair energy today? This feels especially in alignment for me because I just threw my daughter a kick-ass fall fair themed birthday party. So let's go with it. Harvest season, pumpkin patches, hot drinks to warm up the crisp air, and morning sunshine toasting the golden leaves to remind us to soak in the last that the warm season offers before we tuck in for winter. The best thing about Thanksgiving is that we get to give thanks. And if you've been following along with me, you know that I'm big on appreciation. That's why it's one of the steps in my signature method for mindful mothering. So let's pull on our cozy sweaters, grab a hot drink, and celebrate the autumn season and how much we have to be grateful for. You feel that? Okay, let's dig into today's episode. I think we all do this, especially around the holidays. We create an expectation for how we want to appear to our loved ones, aka not the overwhelmed hot mess mom mode we normally operate within, and we end up disappointed. And the reason that we end up disappointed is because disappointment is only ever one thing, unmet expectations. Before I get into the lessons for today and the mama magic I gained, I should give you a little life update for context. I feel like I need to go all the way back to August when my family gathered in Edmonton to celebrate the life of my husband's sister who died in February of this year. That was a tough, yet simultaneously beautiful time. We all felt the enormous pain of life without my sister-in-law, but we also got the closure we so desperately needed and the opportunity to reconnect with family we haven't been making an effort to be closer to. Shortly after that, we made plans to get together again at Thanksgiving at our place. Even with the anticipation of another visit for my favorite holiday, it was a tough season and I was anxious to move past it. It was easy for me to let my grief settle into the back of my mind with it being the last few weeks of summer vacation and the endless lists of back-to-school tasks bouncing around my brain. September always brings such a fresh start vibe into our lives. My birthday is in September. It's on the 3rd, but I celebrate all month. In fact, I coined the month Septania because I love my birthday so much. I just adore thinking about how lucky I am to take another trip around the sun. I love reflecting about the past year. It's the same sense of closure and new beginnings that I love about the new year too. But unlike at the end of the year, there's still the whole last quarter of the year to focus on any goals I set back in January that could still be achieved. That's another thing I love about this time of year, fourth quarter. It just gives me that game day vibe. And as an athlete and sports mom, I just thrive within that energy. When October hits, I definitely think about how I'm going to win the year. But 
I'm getting ahead of myself on this life update. Back in August, I was feeling great. Husband and kid relationships were all good. My wellness practice was on point. My fitness community was growing. I was offered a speaking opportunity later on this year. You know, when it came to the game of life, I was in the zone. It was a good season. I'm popping in for a moment to remind you about why I started this podcast and why I'm so passionate about helping moms be more intentional about how you show up in your role as a mother. As someone who's been pursuing my personal growth and development seriously for four years now, I realized that there really wasn't a resource for moms to measure their progress being more mindful and intentional about mothering. Which is crazy, because as we practice the habits in my packed method for mindful mothering, we start to unlock what I call the mama magic, when the meaning behind the lessons we offer our kids can be applied inward for our own personal growth. If you love personal growth like me, and you're looking for a way to track how you're showing up in your role as a mama, set intention for your days with mothering at the peak of your sight, and measuring your presence, appreciation, clarity, and transformation as you work to be a more mindful mama, then the Mama Magic Journal is made for you. Visit shineonmama.com forward slash journal to download your free copy. Now, let's get back to the episode. So I decided to throw myself a birthday party. It was Y2K throwback, and it was all about that club scene I loved in my 20s. I booked a DJ, it was BYO highballs, and the Y2K fashion and hair was sorted. I mean, this was going to be a banger. Then, the morning of my party, I felt like absolute shit. I took a test, and after avoiding it for two and a half years, I tested positive for coronavirus. That bug kicked my ass. I was in bed with the full body aches for two whole weeks. Never mind how disappointed I felt about having to cancel my party, I let go of every single responsibility for the length of my sickness. To be fully honest, I'm still experiencing fatigue from it. Stay with me here, okay? This is all going to come together, I promise. So, coming back into my life after being so sick for so long, I had to find a way to see how this was all happening for me. Just like I teach in step two of the packed method for mindful mothering, appreciation, it didn't take me long. Sure, leading into September, I felt amazing and all the things were aligned and I was basically kicking ass. Underneath all that energy, ambition, and success, I was hustling my ass off. To this day, I wonder if I had protected my peace and lightened my activity, if maybe my COVID experience wouldn't have been so debilitating. But it was. And the blessing that was bundled up in the blankets with me was that I needed to slow down my pace and figure out how to be in the zone and not burn out. So the past few weeks, I was so intentional about just doing the essentials and taking time to do nothing and having a whole lot of free time in my daily schedule to leave room for unexpected demands of motherhood. That is, until my old busy-as-a-badge-of-honor belief took over because company was coming. See, I told you I'd bring it back around. So... Tell me if this is a familiar scene. You make plans with your family or friends for a visit, and about two weeks before they are due to arrive, you start looking around your house, your schedule, and your family, and all you can see is your sheer lack of home care, routine, and how you pick up the slack when it comes to your kids and their chores. 
This is a special kind of mommy shame. It surfaces when you invite your loved ones into your home. Then you spend the next couple of weeks deep cleaning your place. I mean, I washed my freaking windows, okay? Decluttering like a maniac and making it appear like your home is always this organized. You like you never have a backlog of clean laundry hampers that the entire family dresses from. There's never a freaking poop stain on any of your three toilets and you can eat off of the glass plate in your microwave. You're yelling at your kids that they need to do more around here because you can't do it all. Then you plan all the meals for when the company is staying. You get all the groceries you need for the said meals. And by the time your company arrives, life just seems easier. And you actually enjoy your time because it's easier to stay on top of the dust, clutter, and mess that comes with daily family life. And you think to yourself, sheesh, we should have company more often. And you quickly forget about the literal shitstorm you fought for two weeks straight to prepare for this brief calm in the storm. And before too long, you're back to your old habits of doing the bare minimum needed to keep your place tidy, but not necessarily clean, organized, or efficient. So here's the question I had to ask myself as I looked around my home the morning our Thanksgiving weekend company left. Why do I hold my standards higher for visitors than I do for my own damn self and my own damn family? Don't we deserve the feelings and calm energy that comes with everything having a spot and no nasty toothpaste globs in the sinks in our life? Why is it that I care more about what my company would expect than what I actually expect? And how can I achieve this without having to do a deep clean every weekend? Okay, if this resonates for you right now, do me a favor and raise your hand, take a huge deep breath, and give yourself a pat on the back. Before we unpack the belief systems that drive this type of behavior and what we need to do to shift those beliefs, we have to acknowledge that just exploring all of this in the first place takes a lot of courage and self-reflection and the willingness to give ourselves grace for where we're currently at. Here's the deal. This comes down to two things, value and self-worth. When you focus on cleaning up your act, literally, for the sole purpose of improving how you appear to other people, it means you value their opinion more than your own. It means you're seeking validation and you feel validated and more worthy when you're accepted and praised by others more than when you accept and praise yourself. I know, this is really tough to hear, but I'm right beside you. And just think about it for a moment. In the context of what we're speaking about today, companies coming. What happens when your family or friends drop in unannounced? You don't turn them away at the door because the kitchen is cluttered or there's poop stains in the toilet bowl. You tell them, come on in, just ignore the mess. I'm behind on my home care. In this moment, you feel the same shame that surfaces before you're about to clean house for the planned company. But in the moment of a spontaneous visit, you accept that you're a bit embarrassed by it, but ultimately you know that your loved ones aren't actually judging you. So you let them in and you have a coffee among the chaos that is your home with a bless this mess mentality. So now you have two choices. Both will take a significant effort to shift your beliefs around the cleanliness of your home, defining your worth as a person. You can either rise up to the standards you set in your home when company is coming and shift the belief to, I am worthy of living in a clean and organized home. Or you can let go of the standards you set in your home when company is coming and shift the belief to, I am worthy of acceptance of my home in my home. 
Now, this isn't going to happen overnight. Shifting belief systems to support a shift in behavior takes a lot of time. And it takes a lot of effort because if you think about it, you can probably figure out when from your childhood that you were conditioned to form these beliefs. So for a woman my age, I have 44 years of conditioning to undo. It's unrealistic to think that I'm going to shift that overnight. The most important thing to focus on is just becoming aware of the thoughts and the beliefs that create them when it comes to how you feel about the state of your home when company's coming. So I'd love to know, which belief are you going to shift to? I am worthy of living in a clean and organized home, or I am worthy of acceptance of my home in my home. Let me know by screenshotting this episode, posting it to your stories, and tagging me at Tanya Malcolm with your new belief. I can't wait to see which one you choose. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today. And in the spirit of personal growth, I want to thank myself because we all need a little more self-gratitude in our lives. Okay, if you appreciated this episode, do me a favor and share it with your girls, a mama in your life that needs a reminder that she's got a whole lot of magic inside of her. You can share it from wherever you stream your podcasts or take a screenshot and post your stories on social. Just don't forget to tag me at Tanya Malcolm so I can slide into your DMs and say, what's up? Until next time, mama, shine on.